from the folks that brought you such high fun as the gentleman itches and smallpox blanket playland comes the latest board game for the whole family it's slipstream the game a five one two three four five wind tunnel testing station found improved airplane aerodynamics awesome send bill paxton in to rescue bob peck by storming the ice prison avoid earthquakes and violent winds along the way 99 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 99 what does it say what does it say mark hamill confuses his lines from corvette summer move back to 1978 bummer Get to the center square to face off against Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a battle of earthquake guys. Wait, is that a San Andreas reference? It's the game everyone's talking about. Here's Sam from Stinker Madness. I'm Sam from Stinker Madness. I'm in the commercial for Slipstream the Game. And here's a rave review from Jackie from Stinker Madness. I am in that commercial as well. Your friends and family will love it. Enjoyment of Slipstream the game requires a working knowledge of the rare and obscure B-movie entitled Slipstream, as well as understanding of references to Star Wars, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Near Dark, Jurassic Park, Navy Seals, Twister, Club Dread, Time Runner, and Wing Commander 3. Do not play Slipstream the game with people who you want to like you. Recommended that Slipstream the game only be played while on hallucinogenic drugs. Be sure to consult your psychiatrist, priest, higher power, or Morgan Freeman before trying Slipstream the game. Are we still in this? Who cares? Let's just go play Free Jack the game. Is that the one with the crazy bomb? Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam. I've got Jackie. How are Sam and Jackie at the same time? That's just good radio. So the show about bad movies for bad movie lovers. We're going to get right into this because we've got a deep episode. Long and hard and deep. Like schnitz and gruben. Schnitz and gruben. 15 of them for breakfast. Slipstream is the movie starring Mark Hamill. Bill Paxton, a little bit of Ben Kingsley in this shit. Bob Peck from as you uh, I've got, I've got some Bob. I've got some Bob Peck Bob dialed Peck, up. He his name may not be familiar, but I think you'll know who he is. Well, I think you'll remember me. I'm just gonna say right now that this sounds like a really bad camper movie. I yeah yeah the airstream. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I'm thinking. I, some crappy camper. It sounds to me camper. like this movie. I have not seen this film. It's a trailer with uh, some bed sheets around it. It seems to me like a blend between Damnation Alley and Free Jack, which, oh boy. But then it turns into a horror movie when the camper outhouse or the camper toy like gets plugged up. And then it, by Bill Paxton, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I bet you Bill Pla- Paxton clogs up a lot of toilets. The craft services. Whoa, I, I don't think he does. I think his, his, his internal toilet is already clogged. <laughs> oh, no. Not Bill Paxton's internal toilet. And then he just goes out to the woods. And he comes back naked. <laughs> He's like, I bathed myself with my own clothing. That's icky. <laughs> Moving on to streaming do's and don'ts. This is the free movie special. I have I have one 
Oh, that I watched by myself. Okay, why don't you start? As long as it's a free movie, because this is a free movie special. You can't have a subscription to it. Oh, that's no good because this was on Netflix. Oh, bummer. Yeah, you'll have to save that one. You're a douche. Yeah, whatever. Okay, you'll forget. Just tell us what it is. I finally watched Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas, the Dean Koontz book movie? Oh, no. You had to. You were forced to by your mom, weren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. A mom pick. This is after we watched the first half of four subtitled movies that she got bored of because she was like, I don't know what's going on in this movie. And I was like, it's because you're playing Candy Crush and it's subtitled. And she's like, you weren't watching that, were you? And I was like, you know what I was. (laughs) <laughs> just because I was trying to do something besides Tap Tap, but then she started watching The Odd Thomas, and it got her right off the Tap Tap. Uh-huh. All right, so how'd The Odd Thomas go? Horrid ratings. Yeah. Um, It was just not... It was meh. Meh? It was meh. Meh. Like, the, yeah. the whole, this is the worst movie ever. What? No, it's not. Who it's, said that it's the worst movie ever? It was supposed to be. It was one of those that you couldn't put it in the uh, worst of 2013 or 14 because it had a pre-release and then a, a regular release. So was it 2013 or 14? Whatever it was, mm. they were like, it's one of the worst movies. It was just meh. Yeah. It was just meh. Yeah. Kind of like rage. It had a, it had some. What it was was uh, John dies at the end. Uh huh. Light. Yeah, I uh, I had to read that book. I don't know why. I'm a I let's I just say that, that I'm a retard. Right. The books, the Dean Koontz books. No, the books are shit, man. The guy is a terrible author. But I was stuck in Tacoma or not in SeaTac for about 15 hours, and you go to those little crappy bookstores, and they only have the most popular books that are for yeah. sale. And it's basically you you got two options: Time Magazine, which you've already read, People. Dean Coots or James Patterson. And I was like, well, I'm not fucking reading James Patterson or people. So I, I picked up Odd Thomas and I read Odd Thomas in about 12 minutes. And I was like, you know what? This guy can't write a fucking tale to save his life, but this is just a shitty story. Or I mean, it's just a meh. It's a meh story. It's and not ugh, bad or silly. It's just meh. The story. It's just he's a terrible author. The series made seven novels. I. Yes, because people will buy Dean Koontz. People buy shit. It's probably better than any of the Patterson stuff. I like Dean Koontz books. Mm. He Name writes... one. You don't like Dean the Koontz. one about the gypsies. They're half of them have gypsies. Yeah, in them. You, you, I can you name. You like him so much you can't so, even remember uh, the title. But I've read several and they were pretty good. The, the wrote keys, Watchers. The keys to Midnight No Watchers was I thought. Uh, no, that's Dean Koontz. Okay. Uh, which became a maybe a future episode. Watchers there's three starring Watchers movies. Corey Haim. Yeah, there's three Watchers movies. Uh, we have yet to do a Corey Haim movie. I think that's uh, it. Might be put it on the uh, to do list. You know, Mark Singer's in Watchers too. Oh shit! I can't, oh shit! Somebody really significant in Watchers three. As well. I need to stop throwing Dune Coots under the bus. Yeah. It seems like the guy is uh, just ch- churning out stinkers for us to I go off. I tried to read a couple of Dean Coons novels that were more towards women, and I had a tough time with it. But the Keys to Midnight, I read what, all the like, way through. God, are you there? It's uh, me. No, Hell the one was beast. called The Door to December, and I made it like three hundred out of the six hundred pages into it, and I just kept getting tired of how he would describe how attractive the Irish male detective was like every fourth page. Like, yes, I get it. He's handsome. But uh, the keys to midnight was earlier in his career. And I remember it being, I, I read it all the way through huh. and it was not a good mystery, but 
it was palatable. So, Odd Thomas, do or do not? If you're a 16-year-old girl, go ahead. All right, there you go. I doubt that that's our target audience. I don't know who our target audience is other than some people in England and uh, some guys in Australia. So, guys in England and Australia? No. Yeah, I would say no. Moving on to the free side of things. These are all free movies for you to watch. Number one, starting with Jackie Chan is the Prisoner or Island of Fire, streaming on ShoutFactory.tv. Sam, <laughs> start with you. We had a long-going discussion on how we've never been disappointed by a Jackie Chan movie. I still haven't been, because this really wasn't a Jackie Chan movie. He's only in it for about, uh, what, 30 minutes of the movie? Oh, no, more like seven and a half. Oh, no, he has that whole, like, the end, he's in the whole end of the 17 thing, which is minutes, like 15 minutes. 17 minutes of actual screen time of Jackie Chan. Samo Hung, it's the Expendables, it's Hong Kong's The Expendables, everybody's significant in Hong Kong film, in Sam one Ohung. movie, and Jimmy Wang Yu, uh, some of the other guys, like they, who are these other guys? I can't remember them off the top of my head. You should have told me. A lot of guys. Everybody except for um, Donnie Yen. Chow Yun Fat. Donnie Young wasn't really anybody yet. Chow Yun Fat's not. Uh, Bolo Yen wasn't in it. Bolo Yen wasn't in it. I did not watch this movie. No, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, it really sucked. It had some really highlights. Like, oh, God, it was almost like it was directed by 16 people because there's sequences that's like, oh, Jackie Chan's kicking ass. And then, oh, wait, we've got this other thing going on that does, is just like, what? And then, oh, Sam O. Hung's doing his fat guy routine. And, oh, the the he's breaking out of prison and he beats up a guard and the guard's uniform that he's going to wear is way too fucking small because Samuel Hung's a big fat guy. And it's funny, and then it's not, and then everybody dies, and then there's a whole other movie at the end. I still say that that's another movie. It, it just happens to have... It happens uh, to be in the same movie. It happens to be in the same movie. It doesn't make a lick of sense, and no. it's a snooze fest, and I say do not. Do not. When I, we were watching it, I was thinking of when I was uh, doing the children's show, we'd started to do okay with it, and then I was tasked with doing a sitcom with, as the kids were getting older, they couldn't be in the children's show anymore, so we had to still do something with them. And so I was like, well, you got to write a sitcom around 17 kids. Well, you can't put 17 kids in every half hour. Like, right. Degrassi mm. would have all 17 kids involved with the whole season, but generally four of them were prevalent in one episode. Mm -hmm. I had to write all 17 kids into one episode. That's what happened in this. They had to write too many things into one with uh, with too many uh, idioms, uh, actor idioms. Yes. Like, oh, I, like if JCVD was in it, they would have had to had to get a whole his ass getting out scene, which just wouldn't have worked. And and uh, uh, Schwaz would have had to say, "I'll be back." And like and, what? And, and it was is, like just cliches. Yeah, you had to actor inter cliches. introduce their character and then give them a story and then finish their story. You don't have enough time for any of that. And then kill them. Or do they? Or do they? Yeah, or don't, do they? Don't, and don't. you lose half of them. Moving on. Uh, next, Jackie Chan in Fearless Hyena on YouTube. I enjoyed Fearless Hyena. It Jackie was Chan's, silly business. Uh, directorial debut. Yeah. Uh, what was there? About three and a half minutes of dialogue in this movie? There was about three and a half minutes of not fighting in this not movie. Not fighting. It is Kung Fu the movie. It's... Jackie Chan's ambition. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a precursor to what what is to come. I don't think it's a great film, even in the realm of kung fu movies. Just so much fighting. But it is a total must do because must do. it is a this is this is this is what you're gonna get out of the next fifteen years out of one man. The last fight out of scene Hong Kong was two guys and what was it, like eighteen minutes at long? At least at least. And he went into like fifteen different imaginary styles, including baby style. Baby style of fighting. He starts out um, with uh tiger claw well, the bad guy's doing tiger claw and like yeah. the pinchy business. Like, ah, I got you by the nerpoles, and he's, ah, tiger claw. And uh, then Jackie Chan sw- switches to, uh, like, drunken fighting. It was almost like he, which, you know, he went into the fool. Yeah, the fool, the goof. And you see all of the styles that he used at the beginning. All of the styles that he used at the beginning were uh, put into the beginning of that fight. Like, he had learned, oh, I'll use the fool. I'll use right. the lady. Right. I'll use all of those different things. But then he's he Bugs had- Bunny. He's secret fucking, styles. He's a Warner Brothers character yeah. in this movie. He had secret styles, and the first secret style was baby style. Well, the guy, the and, guy says, "Oh, I punched you so hard. What are you gonna do? Cry like a baby?" And then he he brings out baby style. He starts then, fighting baby style. And when the guy goes in to like kill him with his his fingers, it tickles him, and he giggles like mm-hmm, a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unbelievable! It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Fearless hyena is a dude. Go ahead, Jackie. I did not watch this movie. <laughs> you did not. You missed out. You don't like the karate movies, but this was one to watch. Or the kung fu movies, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one out of three of us that actually leaves the Stinker Madness Studio. <laughs> huh. I just don't get you, because every time we have a kung fu movie or a karate movie on Stinker Madness as the episode, you're like, I loved it. And then, when it, oh, hey, we're going to spend an afternoon watching karate movies, Jackie, you in? No, I'm going to go shopping. Like, you just pull the ultimate girl routine every time. I'm out! I hate this shit. Karate so what, movies suck, a- but I like all of them. Actually, what she's doing, she's going with her mom and practicing actual karate. <laughs> and one day she's just going to bust our asses. Probably. Yep. Last that's, but that's not least, happening. this is not a karate movie. This is a follow-up to last week's recommendation of Cruel Jaws, directed by Bruno Metai. This was a recommendation from our friends at Bad Movie Sunday, the boys from Down Under. They say... If you liked Cruel Jaws, you must watch The Last Shark, which is one of the films that Bruno Mattai stole from. It is a shark movie. It's a complete Jaws ripoff. And uh, I thought it was fantastic. I loved this movie, especially the prosthetic shark that they had that would come out of the water to get people. And you could obviously, because you only see like so much of the shark face, right? And it would always right. come up with its mouth just completely open. They don't, they don't have an entire Bruce. They have just Bruce's face. Right. And they're like, Frank, Frank, swim towards the Jaws face. The puppeteer can't get any closer. This is where our giant shark pops out of the water. You must be in this location or we're just going to have to do, redo this over and over and over and over again. Which you could tell that they did. My favorite part of The Last Shark is easily the helicopter. Because, as I've said, helicopter, guess what happens, Sam? Go it's ahead awesome. Go ahead and take a guess. It chops the shark's head off. Oh, that's that's the second thing that could happen. No, the shark eats the helicopter. I would have never guessed that. Well, how could you not guess that? So, anyways, so there's a chopper, and, and this is how it's shot. There's a chopper, and there's a guy in the chopper, and he's doing stuff, and he's trying to he's trying to bait the bait Bruce the shark with Why not? Uh, with some chum, you know, because he's got to kill the shark. You know, he's uh, Ahabbing it out. Now, so they have a guy in a chopper over the ocean, 
and then they cut to the chopper with the shark in the frame. It is not an actual chopper. It is a radio-controlled chopper, and it is blatantly fake-looking. Like, why does that mm. chopper look so shitty all of a sudden? Oh, because it's remote-controlled. I know what's going to happen. It was great. Yeah, the shark eats the helicopter. It is fantastic. The shark also uses its body to stop a boat from getting away by putting its back into the propeller so that the propeller cannot move and it just chops up the shark's back. Yeah, like... And then he burns out the motor and then the shark gets into the boat and kills everybody. This shark will... It lays traps. It's the smartest shark that's ever existed. It's Danton the shark. It's Danton the shark, except for it gets exploded at the end. Oh, Danton would never get exploded at the well, end. Well, actually, Danton got exploded like 17 times, but... He doesn't die from he it. He doesn't die from it. He's invincible to explosions, but this one's not so invincible to explosions. It's so silly because it's like one of the more modern shark movies like Shark Attack 3 or Sharknado where it, it knows modern that shark movies. well really land sharks uh just like people like silly things happening in shark movies like a science fiction or sci-fi channel movie sure this is like orca but shitty without the 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 whole real tragedy of it it is a complete regurgitation of jaws the movie and is as shitty as Sharknado. I kid you not, but serious in every step of the way. Like, huh. this is the next big thing. Like, like, <laughs> like interesting. Piranha, but shitty. Like, Orca, but shitty. It's amazing. I absolutely huh. loved The Last Shark. Jackie? Just do it, people. Yeah, just do it. Last Shark is a good one. Moving on to Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor. Sam, it's your week for a good neighbor, bad neighbor. Since it's your movie, why don't you, uh, why don't you take charge? There's a theme that we'll learn later when we get into the Sam's boring bullshit. First, good neighbor, bad neighbor, Hannibal Lecter. Mm, that's a good one. Good neighbor. Okay. I think he's gonna. Oh, well, actually, I, I'm posing it, yeah, so you yeah. you go. Uh, I'm gonna start out with some pros and cons because I think this one's pretty tough. Uh, he's a good cook. Yep. Uh, he can help you with your homework if you have it. Sure. Uh, the con is he eats you. Does he eat you? Or does he eat people? He wants to keep his neighbors to think that he's the greatest guy ever. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, I would... Clarice doesn't think he's such a great guy, and that's He's already in jail. Yeah, but he gets out of jail, and then they, like, oh... Well, hello, Clarice. And, uh. But he doesn't eat his neighbors. He doesn't eat no. Clarice because she's too smart, but she knows that he's a fucking evil bastard. You know, I'm gonna say no. His closest friend knows that he's a fucking bastard. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say because of the fact that he has to cover everything up, he's going to go overboard. Greatest neighbor. Yep, good neighbor. I, I can't, I can't get behind it. Because we could go over to his house and have some you, sweaty balls. You Actually, would you know, know we'd have? that at any time he's over there eating Ray Liotta's brains. It sure, was... he's not eating your brains, but you know he's eating brains. Actually, so. you're like, what, what's in this burrito? Bob Silverman's liver with a side of fava beans. And a nice Chianti. The Chianti was for later. Oh, for Hannibal alone time. Yeah. Yeah. He masturbates with Chianti. Does Hannibal Lecter jack off? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with no bad neighbor, good neighbor, good neighbor. What else you got? Luke Skywalker. Oh, 
bad. Worst. Oh, he might be worse than Teen Witch. Oh, he sucks. He would always be over fucking looking for power converters. You would, he's worse than a goddamn raccoon. Like, you oh, put yeah. your trash out, and it's tipped over the next day and all over the place, because he's just looking for fucking garbage. He hangs out outside your house, for or outside of your moisture farm, for, uh, you know, a few days, and you're like, hey, I'm going to go ask this kid what's going on. And he's not really needing anything. He's just dodging work. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you're like, oh, you want to come in? And he comes in, and then he will just find any excuse to come into your house after that and just bother the fuck out and of And he's you. inside, and he's like, do you have any cookies? No, no, I haven't made any cookies. You know cookies? I think he would just be a bad neighbor because he'd have one of those droid things always in the backyard, and he'd be blindfolded and trying to, like, Hit the little laser beams, but then they would come in through your oh, window the, uh, and you're talking about zap the, uh, you in the face. The uh, uh, dr- uh, the practice droid, right? He'd have a practice droid, and they would he would miss the little laser beam things, and they would come into your window and zap you in the face, and you'd be like, "God damn it! I told you to stop doing that. Don't do that in your fucking garage." And he's like, "Sorry, ma'am." And then you, he would just do it anyway. And then you would have all these laser holes in the side of your house. Bad neighbor. He I would- actually think that he would. Uh- Speaking of the droids, you'd be like, oh, man, he's just annoying us because he's dodging the work. But at the same time, he does have some loyalty to Uncle Owen, so he would actually sabotage your harvest droids. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. He is the worst and fucking neighbor. when Uncle Owen says, no, you can't have the keys to my fucking speeder. You can't go to Toshi Station. He would come over and be like, can I borrow your car? 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 And then you would have to relent so that he could go to Toshi, Toshi Station, and then he would leave your car at Toshi Station. Fuck Luke Skywalker's a neighbor. Yeah. One of the worst. He's up there with the worst. Not to mention when he gets pissed off at you because you won't let him have the car. Then he picks you up with his goddamn mind powers and jingles you upside down until your keys fall oh, out. he doesn't know how to do that. Luke Skywalker's no Jedi. And it's a speeder. Yeah, it's a speeder. Sam, next. This one's a bit of a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Samwise Gamgee. Oh, what do you think? Come on, Reg. Samwise, dude, what? I'm not dropping no eaves. (laughs) He's out there. Bending to the flowers. He's just trimming your fucking hedges, man. He's not even like, hey, Sam, uh, you want to make some extra scratch? Uh, Come over and trim these hedges. He's just over there because he wants the place to look nice. He is probably a peeping Tom, so I'm going to go bad neighbor. Yeah, I don't, I don't well, have that problem. He's only got eyes for uh, the the barmaid. What is her goddamn name? I can't remember. I think that we should actually judge good neighbors versus Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, because he would be a pretty sweet neighbor. I think he's one of the best. That's I think he's just, the best. I think he's I the think benchmark for too, good neighbors. Yeah. yeah, it's a slam dunk. Yeah, that's that's not a competition. No. I I'm struggling to come up with an argument. Like even if he is a peeping tom, I kind of let it slide. He's a peeping tom that is weeding your garden as he's peeping into your. I window. just happen to look in the window. There's your dinger. I might like it, and you go. I saw you know my what? dinger. You know, like, it's it's Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, you know and, what? And three days later, he's like, it's nothing. It's nothing sexual, Mr. Frodo, but you have a nice wiener. <laughs> I just want you to know that if we're both, both about to die, I'd like to let you know that you've got one of the biggest dicks I've ever seen. <laughs> you've got the biggest dick I've ever seen on a hobbit. 
go down. Oh, is, is, what's his name in that movie? Is he a good neighbor? Uh, uh, Brandon Lee? No. no. No, Brandon Lee's fucking weird. Douche. <laughs> uh, there you go. There's a good neighbor, bad neighbor. Sam, tell us about Slipstream. Slipstream, 2007. Writer-director star Anthony Hopkins had this to say. Well, I hello, first, Clarice. <laughs> I first wrote the script for Slipstream for fun, saying, I had no idea where it was going. I just kept evolving on itself. I always wanted to poke fun at the movie business and acting profession. They take themselves so seriously, I wanted to poke them in the nose. You sound like Ringo Starr. <laughs> I do. Wait, hold on. That's not the right movie. Oh. Okay, wait, hold on. I did buy a copy of this version of Slipstream because I thought it was the one that's, that I was looking for. That's 2007 Slipstream. With Anthony Hopkins, uh, yeah. I had no, been looking for this movie. movie for like 10 years at the point that I bought the Anthony Hopkins version. Uh, Anthony Hopkins doesn't poke anyone in the nose. He pokes everyone in the eyes and in the sensibility. The shit is terrible. Mm-hmm. He just old mans around in front of the camera for longer than I could stay awake. Okay. Okay, wait, hold on. What about the other shows? Right, no, Slipstream. Slipstream, uh-huh. 2005. Produced and starring one Sean, Samwise Gamgee, Aston. Aha. Stuart Conway, Sean Austin, has developed a handheld cell phone-like time travel device called the Slipstream that allows the user to travel back in time 10 minutes by interfacing with a cell phone system regional antenna. At first, he uses the device primarily to try, albeit unsuccessfully, to arrange a date with a female bank clerk. Hmm. Okay, wait, no, hmm. that's not the right movie either. Oh, wait, that I was also, 2005 That was the 2005 Slipstream. Slipstream. Right, right, okay, right. I okay. did buy a copy of this due to a misleading cover at Hastings, thinking it was the Slipstream that I was looking for. Turns out to be a shitty run little run that I couldn't stay awake from. Wait a second. There's more than one Slipstream. <laughs> oh, now you're getting the joke. Now, now you're getting the joke. Okay. Slipstream, 1989. Proceed. This is the right movie. This is the one I've oh, been looking gonna, for. You're just going to jump over 1973's Slipstream? There's another one. What? Yeah, and a TV series. Yeah, there was a TV series. This is the right movie, however, the one we're going to watch. This is the one I've been looking for since the year 2000. Directed by Steven Lisberger, who also wrote and directed Tron and the John Cusack not-so-classic Hot Pursuit. Which is that was the original Tron, right? Yeah, Tron, the, ori- yes, yeah, the, the original Tron. Tron. Yeah, I like that movie. Hot Pursuit Everybody is likes it. currently streaming on Netflix, if you'd like to give it a try. Produced by Gary Kurtz, who would like to be known from various production roles in Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, The Dark Crystal, and American Graffiti. He is most known for, pro- for his production role that had the most responsibility in it, Howard the Duck. <laughs> Written Talk- by Gloria Katz. And that his wife. Duck had boobs. No, Howard didn't. But the lady duck did. Okay. Caroline in the city? Leah Thompson? No, she's not a duck. There is a duck with boobs in Howard the Duck, though. Top billing actually goes to Bob Peck, who you will, of course, remember as gamekeeper Robert Muldoon in Jurassic Park. If you don't, maybe this will refresh your memory. Clever gal. They show extreme intelligence, even problem-solving intelligence, especially the big one. We bred eight originally, but when she came in, she took over the pride and killed all but two of the others. That one, when she looks at you, you can see she's working things out. I wonder if any time anybody does an Australian accent that's American and sucks at accents, just does Bob Peck. Bob Peck, I think so. Every time from Jurassic Park. Shoot her! 
shoot her! Yeah. That's as much Australian as I know, is Bob Peck. Mark Hamill co-stars and is one-third of the reason I started looking for this movie, the other two-thirds being Liz Berger and Kurtz. Eleanor David... What about Bill Paxton? Eleanor David was made quasi-famous by Pink Floyd's The Wall music film. This film is now public domain. You're kidding. No. I had to bust my ass to get a decent-looking copy of this film. That's bullshit. Fans awaiting the director cut have been disappointed after Gary Kurtz said in an interview that the script was originally much more violent, but those scenes, which would have made the plot more coherent, were never filmed. Kurtz was actually made bankrupt by this film. It currently enjoys a 20% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which, taking obscurity into account, is not good. Keep an eye out for Kitty Aldridge, Bill Paxton, Robbie Coltrane, Ben Kingsley, and F. Burry. Abraham, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, deep lineup. I'm jacked. Yeah, I'm jacked. I'm stoked for this one. I get stoked a lot, and I have been disappointed lately, so we'll reserve reserve judgment on Slipstream. I think it's going to be fucking terrible. I picked it especially because we're on a run of bad ones. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a blend between Damnation Alley and Free Jack. Something. Yeah. Is there a trailer in this movie? No. There's flying it, machines. This is like oh, almost... trailer. Steam- I thought you meant like a yeah. preview to the movie. There's almost... This is like almost steampunk, and we'll talk about that when we watch it. That like, is it steampunk, isn't it? And it could have been, and it had a larger audience had it been steampunk. Yeah, maybe. Well, you will be able to, you can currently view the movie on YouTube, but I think if it's public domain, I've got a better copy of it than is on YouTube. I will upload it to our channel, and you can watch it directly from stingermanis.com. Yep. So that should be good for you. Fancy. On your big TV. Well, that'd be awesome. So there you go. Tune in on Monday for Slipstream, and uh, in the meantime, get to your airplane gliding on violent winds. Especially if it has a bathroom and it's made of a helicopter. Kaboom! Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.